Hello and welcome to America in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I'm Dan McCaleb, Executive Editor of the Center Square Newswire Service. Joining me again today, as he does every week, is the Center Square's Washington, D.C. Bureau Chief, Casey Harper. How are things, Casey? Things are good, Dan. I just want to thank you what you were saying for what you were saying before we jumped on air about me being your favorite employee. You know, I appreciate that and it's an honor to work for you. Casey, have you been taking hallucinogenic drugs or something like that before we got on here? I don't recall ever well, saying that. You know, Dan, I hope I haven't been taking any fentanyl, which might just happen to be a great segue into today's topic. I don't know about <laughs> great, but it is a segue, Casey. Okay. We announced uh, on one of our episodes last week the launch of the Center Square Voters Voice Poll, where we surveyed 2,500 American voters. 1,000 of them were registered Democrats, 1,000 registered Republicans, and 500 independents. Surveyed them on a a variety of issues, and we've been reporting all week at thecentersquare.com about the results of the poll. Two of the stories I want to focus on today are about Americans' feelings about what's been going on at the border and how concerned they are about the fentanyl crisis um, in the U.S. Casey, and I found the results fascinating. On the border, what we found was Americans are overwhelmingly concerned about the situation on there. And this cuts across all demographic groups. It's not just a Republicans are concerned and Democrats are not. The vast majority of Democrats are concerned about what's going on at the border. A vast majority of Hispanics are concerned about What's going on at the border? Before we get into the fentanyl topic, what do you what do you make of the results of the uh, the concerns about the border? All the results from this poll um, that we conducted, the Center Square Voice um, Voters Voices poll, has been really interesting. You can find a lot of those at thecentersquare.com. And you know, I think um, what this poll found is just about everybody in America is worried about the southern border except for a handful of politicians in Washington, D.C. I mean, this is something that impacts um, real people. I think they disagree. The American people may disagree on some of the tactics to fix, you know, the issue at the border. They might have differing opinions about the wall or, you know, deportation or things like that. But overall, Americans are not happy with the status quo, which is kind of ironic because, we have absolutely nothing but the status quo when it comes to the border issue. I mean, each executive, you know, president comes in and they make some changes to how things are enforced. Of course, Biden really um, uh, allowed for a lot more um, immigration with some of his changes. But uh, overall, like legislatively, Congress, there's nothing on the horizon. There's, you know, no hope really right now for any kind of major change until the next election, potentially. And even then. Uh, Republicans who you think would make maybe be more likely to make a change on this issue would need a very big majority to do that. And this is probably unlikely that that's going to happen. So I think Americans are sick of the status quo on this issue. And sadly, that's probably what they're going to get for the next few years at the very least. A little context, since since President Biden first took office in 2021, Casey, more than 8.4 million people have crossed the border with the United States, many of them illegally. That is at all time high. Uh, Republicans, of course, blame the Biden administration's what they call lax border policies, completely opposite of former President Donald Trump, who campaigned in 2016 on building the wall. He's, he got a significant portion of the wall completed. But when President Biden, on his first day in office, he ended um, wall construction. He ended a number of Trump policies, such, such as remain in Mexico, which essentially required those seeking asylum in the United States to wait in Mexico while their their asylum requests played 
laid out in U.S. immigration courts. Earlier this spring in uh, May, Title 42, a health authority that Trump put in place during the COVID-19 pandemic that made it easier for border agents um, to expel uh, migrants um, back to Mexico under the auspices of preventing the spread of COVID-19. That is now over. Biden launched a, a parole uh, initiative that allowed more foreign nationals to, to come into the United States. So certainly we've seen a huge surge in migrants crossing the border, many of them illegally, many of them released into communities across the United States. And one of the major concerns about that all has to do with fentanyl. Um, struggling. We know, Casey, that um, the Mexican cartels control control large paths right. uh, uh, of the of the the southern border with the United States. We know that uh, um, uh, these drug car- these cartels are the ones that are transporting illegal fentanyl into the United States, and more than a hundred thousand Americans have died of drug overdoses, and the vast majority of them are because of fentanyl. And uh, in our uh, in our poll, we also asked these registered voters, uh, how worried they were about the fentanyl crisis in the United States. And it was overwhelmingly, uh, well, let's just say nine in 10 Americans are worried about what's going on with fentanyl overdose deaths in the United States. What do you make of that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it is at crisis level, as, as we said. And I just want to go back briefly to that 8 million number you said about people who've come in in the Biden administration. I mean, I know that is a big number, but people think, oh, we have 300 something million, 8 million people coming across the southern border. I mean, that is more than a third of the population of Florida coming in. I mean, Texas only has is less than 30 million people. So California is only 40 million and 8 million people. So some of our biggest states. Um, we're talking about a fourth, a third, more than a third of the population of some of our biggest states coming in in such a short period of time. These numbers are astronomical. It's really unprecedented migration, demographic change, foreign nation. And we really have no idea what that's going to mean for the next 10, 20 years. We've reported mm-hmm. at thecentersquare.com that that 8.4, you know, 8.5 million figure is greater than the population of 38 U.S. states, just to put that into context. Wild. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's no, that's an um, incredible number. And it it shows you how big it is. You also the amnesty idea is, I mean, if there really is uh, ever amnesty and citizenship, uh, what that could do for just elections, even, I mean, new voters, how are they going to vote? Such a big, some of our elections are decided by in certain counties by 10,000 voters, you know, in tight counties and swing states. And we have millions of people coming in. If they started voting, it would just change everything. So, but on the fentanyl issue, I mean, I made light of it a little bit. And of course, there are people you know, using fentanyl recreationally, but it's extremely dangerous. And a big reason people are dying is fentanyl is in other, you know, quote unquote, less risky drugs. I mean, what, you know, what kind of drug is it that risky, but you know, uh, fentanyl is laced into these drugs that people are used to taking at maybe a low dose, but then they take it has a little bit of fentanyl in it and they overdose because um, they have no idea how much they're taking. They don't even mean to take fentanyl. They don't want to take fentanyl, but it's, it's in the drugs they're taking. And so, um, there's even, you know, children can be accidentally taking it. Fentanyl can be so um, strong that even if you just accidentally come into contact with it, it can impact you. We've had police officers who have had, you know, serious health issues just from handling fentanyl. So it's an extremely potent drug. It's very dangerous. Um, so many uh, Americans are concerned, you know, nine in 10 Americans worried about fentanyl overdose deaths, as you, you know, that poll you referenced. That is... Um, in the world of polling, 90% is 
basically a hundred percent because you you don't really ever get a hundred percent on anything just because of the way polls are and people, some people just always check no or something, but 90% concern on any issue means basically everyone is worried about this. And I don't think you've heard, you've heard, it was talked about at the debate, Republican debate on Wednesday, but I don't think you've heard a lot of big solutions coming out of Washington on this issue. In the very limited time we have left, I just want to go, go over some more of the, the results. We also asked voters, who do they blame for the fentanyl crisis? Uh, voters were given the opportunity to respond by, to more than one uh, of the potential uh, f- folks to blame. I found this interesting. 56% blame the uh, Mexican drug cartels. You referenced other drugs being, uh, other prescription drugs being laced with fentanyl. It's the Mexican drug cartels uh, who are overwhelmingly doing that and shipping it into the United States. That, the, that was the, 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 the one that voters blamed the most. Interestingly, the second um, uh, most that received blame in our survey, American drug users themselves. I thought I found that interesting. China was third with 44 percent. China creates the precursors of fentanyl, ships them to the Mexican drug cartels who then uh, finalize the product and smuggle it across the border. And President Joe Biden's border policies came in um, fourth at 39%. But Casey, we are out of time. Uh, I do appreciate your insight into the story and others. Listeners can keep up with all of this at thecentersquare.com. For Casey Harper, I'm Dan McCaleb. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Subscribe.